So here we go with season three of Folk on Foot, and once again we've travelled the length and breadth of the UK to walk with more amazing artists. We've been on the breathtaking Northumberland coast for a singing weekend with the Unthanks. Like a hill and walk ashore, So when you're in the pub with everybody gathered around, 50 people crammed in, all holding a pint and a hot dog, <laughs> what makes that different from the experience of being on stage with the Unthanks? It's a great privilege to sing like with the Unthanks and to and to be a, to sing and be a storyteller and to have that space to express yourself. But it, yeah, it's very different from singing in a, with a group of people and being a small part of a big whole and and I feel like that's very like nourishing and it's really good for your soul and it's very uplifting in a very different way. You feel like a whole and you feel like a community. Some of the songs you sing in the pub, I wouldn't sing them on stage, you know. I wouldn't feel I could carry off singing Union Miners on my own, but I certainly enjoy the experience of being almost an, an invisible part of that big hole and that and it's so uplifting and like it's exhilarating i, I love it on an emotional journey to the North Lincolnshire steel town of Scunthorpe, where Martin Simpson spent his childhood, learned to love the natural world and began his musical career. Shall we go and have a quick look in the garden? Is that right? Definitely, yeah. It was so important to me. You can see there, there's a garage. That's the garage for our house, and next to it, there used to be one of those asbestos-sided garages, and there was a big hole in it, which I think my brother made by kicking a football at it, to be honest. <laughs> And I used to get through the hole and underneath the workbenches in there was a pile of maps. And I used to get these maps out and go on imaginary journeys on the maps. And so, maps. Maps. <laughs> <laughs> maps and walking, in fact. Yes. I was a child of empire. My garden was my battlefield. My apple trees, my jungle, and all mine to explore. I would crawl into my cave through the neighbor's garage wall and sit and ponder old maps when I was very small. Oh. <laughs> right, well, this is doing my head in completely. Is it? Yeah, that hasn't changed a bit. The garage wall? Yeah. And the thing that's most amazing is that that apple tree is still there because that was that was... That was my jungle. So did you used to climb up the apple tree? I spent 
days in that apple tree. <laughs> Hiding from your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. a tough cookie. She was, she was hard, yeah. <laughs> Underneath the dusty workbench, I would follow paths through woodland. I'd trek along the riverside and ford the shallow stream. And when I had grown tired, I would fold the maps back carefully so no one else could follow to the places I had been. At the very northernmost tip of Scotland, we walked to the stunning white sand beach at Sandwood Bay to hear the music it inspired in the fiddle player and composer Duncan Chisholm. weather coming in here can be incredible it's beautiful today but uh, you can imagine it on a really stormy night there's no be... shelter no there's no. nowhere to hide is there if a storm comes it must in be amazing air. it must be amazing my co-writer on a lot of the music we created for Sandwood, Hamish Napier. He visited once, he took about a thousand photos. The day that he was here, he took this amazing panorama south from Ambuachal up to the cliffs of Cape Wrath. And Ambuachal was framed in blue sky and Cape Wrath was framed in blue sky. And in the middle was this incredible blackness and it, there was even red tinge to it. And it was this incredible storm that was coming in and I loved the photo so much. It had a real symmetry to it and it was the inspiration for one of the tracks on the album called Haze Across the Sun. I'd love to hear it. Right you are. Okay. <laughs> Then to the other end of the country, to Brixham in Devon, where the brilliant guitarist and songwriter John Smith grew up. So from here and that way is Fishtown, and over there on the hill and beyond is Cowtown. Right. And we always lived in Fishtown. So I always. <laughs> was, was there a rivalry between the two or a split? Well, only Ca at New, only at Cowtown New Year's was where Eve, the farmers lived on New yeah, Year's the, Eve. The boys would all beat each other up, but I'd stay out of that. So we lived on the cliff side, and I would always look out to sea. So even though we we're living in a essentially a claustrophobic little town which has actually you know it's become a lot nicer in recent years back then it was pretty rough I always had this big horizon you know you look out you can see miles and miles out and that I don't know that was very informative for me I suppose always knowing that there's something out there I'm a fishing girl and a lonely girl the town in which I live it's breaking water I told my mother My violent brother All they give to me Is reason to leave Way 
Imagine my surprise A pair of ancient eyes Set into a face As old as land He stands in front of me He came out of the sea He said it hurts his skin To touch the sand He crawls back into the sea The air is salty and sweet A backward glance by way Of invitation I'm in now up to my knees The air is salty and sweet I'll leave my dress by way Of explanation In a graveyard in the South London borough of Tooting, Lisa Knapp unearthed the musical story of a Victorian tragedy. It's an incredible story. It's horrendous. You, you can't really listen to that without just feeling terribly sad for such a thing to have happened. And I just thought, how strange that nobody knows about this, I, apart from the local historian. <laughs> but... Um, I, I was quite astonished that I'd probably walked past this place millions of times and didn't know about such a, a huge story and, and such and a that... sad story. And then a couple of years later, I was in the Bodleian uh, Library researching ballads for another project, leafing through these wonderful collection, collections of original printed sheets and came across this uh, tooting tragedy and it was about this very story. And I, you know, to see a song written about it, and it's amazing actually how much detail is in the song mm. from the actual story. You tender mother's parents dear, I pray you listen to me while I am to you will unfold the tooting tragedy it's of those poor young girls and boys who died the other day where two hundred lost their lives all through neglect they say then think of those young children and with grief your heart must fill the master is to trial sent for using them so ill and to start the season, a special episode focusing on the Lost Words Spell Songs project, including a walk in Pembrokeshire with the artist Jackie Morris and the singer, cellist and ukulele player Beth Porter. I know you made some paintings of the Spell Song artists and yeah. you made Chris Drever into Chris a raven, Drever, didn't raven. you? He has looked at you, hasn't he? When he looks at you... Dark eyes. Yeah, tall, dark and handsome, Beard. but fierce and fierce intellect and it just seemed to be without question he just jumped out as a raven. What did you do for Beth? <laughs> Beth found her own birds really. The problem with Beth was that she kept being a wren and Karina's a wren 
and I didn't want to do two the same. But then when she started singing Goldfinch, she just became a whole charm of them. Yeah. So Goldfinch isn't in the Lost Words book. Robert and Jackie shared some other spells with us that hadn't yet made it into a book. And one of these was the Goldfinch, which I think was, um, was actually written around the time of his grandmother's death. Wigtown, which is on the southwest coast of Scotland, and we moved there just before my daughter Molly was born. In May, she was due in the 5th of May, and she didn't arrive till the 20th of May. But in that time, we did a lot of walking, and there's a beautiful walk that goes down past a place called the Martyr's Stake. It's a beautiful marshland, and there's a, um, a big conservation area there. And anyway, I saw along this walk many goldfinch, um, charm of goldfinches, which I didn't know that was a thing at the time. But That's the collective noun. Yes, yes, yeah, the charm yeah. of goldfinches. And so when I read the poem, it really reminded me of the time that Molly, just before Molly was born, which was quite interesting that, you know, there's a, there a death and a birth in that story. And so I decided to, to write it a little bit about that walk, but also using the words of, of Robert's spell. So just to be clear about the process that a lot mm -hmm. of the, the artists went through, a lot of you, you artists went through, was you didn't set the spells to music, you used the spells as an inspiration yeah, sometimes. A, yeah, a mixture. I think some of them are absolutely, you know, word for word, and some of them needed a bit of shifting into a song form, and some of them we took other words that, you know, the, the, the spells inspired um, something else to come out but in this one the chorus is most definitely the words from the spell which are charm on goldfinch charm on heaven help us when all your gold is gone spring tide high redhead you fly in and out of sight little gifts of life Tracks forever change and the season fades. Goodbye to the sun, goodbye, golden one. Charm on, goldfinch, charm on. Heaven help us. You'll also hear music from Kerry Andrew, You Are Wolf, and Julie Fowlers. Heaven help us when all your gold is gone. 
It all starts on Friday, July the 5th, so subscribe or follow us now to make sure each episode downloads automatically. And tell all your friends that Folk on Foot is back and better than ever. <laughs>